Welcome everybody to another OA News Overtime Tailgate Edition. I am Jordan Hill. With me as always, Justin Lee. An equipment audible rogue folks, <laughs> adjusted tailgate edition. Folks, we handle adversity like the Auburn Tigers <laughs> in a tough SEC West game. Uh, you know, so I got Jordan, Jordan got a new phone. I got a new phone and uh, literally sat down to record and went, oh, I don't have an audio jack thanks, anymore. Thanks, Tim Cook. Thanks, Tim Apple. <laughs> wow. Way to just ruin my afternoon and or evening and or it's almost midnight, I guess, morning. So we're trying this with another recorder. We'll see how it sounds, but power, stick with us. Uh, because your Tigers beat Ole Miss. In they, a really big game. They did. 31-20. to 20. Auburn with 28 first-half points. The offense looked really good in that first half. Yeah. Kind of uh, slowed down in that second half. But the yeah. defense really stepped up. Held an Ole Miss team we know loves to go for it on fourth down to one of four on fourth down. And got a big interception in the end zone and, and found a way to beat what you know, it was probably a little bit of an overranked Ole Miss at 10, sure. but a really good offense and a team that was capable of walking out of Jordan-Hare with a win. For sure, for sure. I mean, it is a top 10 win, and certainly for Brian. Uh, yeah, I mean, huge win for Brian Harson to start his career, you know, early here in his career. Um, you know, and I, I'll just go straight to what I wrote in my column about is, you know, this thing, and we've been talking about it on the, on the podcast I have this scenario in my brain where there's a path where even if Auburn loses to A&M next week, Auburn could still go to the winner take all, go to the Iron Bowl winner take off for the division, which is the only thing you could possibly ask for at this point. You know what I mean? Like to begin the season, to get to the end where you control your own destiny. And I know we always talk about control your own destiny, you know, quote unquote, like it's all every year. It's like they lose the LSU and it's like, well, we still control our own destiny, you know? Uh, but, but, Seriously, to actually have and a little bit of wiggle room, uh, that's pretty big. And, uh, you know, there's a lot you could take away from the game. Ultimately, you know, I was of the belief I've, uh, that Auburn's holding serve here. I thought Auburn should have won this game. I thought Auburn should have come in well prepared. I thought the fans should have had an impact in the game. And all, things, all those things happened. Yeah, everyone took care of business. Everyone did what they needed to do. And Auburn won a pretty, pretty, pretty solid win, pretty convincing win. Um, you know, uh, I guess we could talk about the report card. You know, special teams had some problems. But after that, uh, the offense had a, a great first half. Did enough in the second half, established a running game, which is big. And then uh, defensively held Ole Miss to its season low, which is a prolific offense. They scored 21, you know, 21 compared to 20. 21 against Alabama. But every other game, they're scoring 40-plus or something. Just don't play any teams from the Yellowhammer State there, Lane. It's just not going to go your way. And I tell you what, and, uh, you know, Kiffin left points on the board, man. There were three red zone uh, turnovers on downs where if he got field goals on all three of those, it would be a 31-29 game with five minutes left. Get a stop, and you can win the game on the field goal. They could have been there, but, you know, live by the sword, die by the sword. Lane's going to be Lane. He goes for it in those those situations. So, uh, and yeah, kind of like some of the things that you talked to some of the players about. Uh, you know, what did they tell you about how they were bend but don't break? They got to the red zone and they made big plays, especially on defense. What what, what were they kind of saying? 
Well, yeah, I mean, I think that was the biggest thing, talking to, like, Zacoby McClain, who had 14 tackles. The line, and, and I asked Brian Harson just about the linebackers, but, you know, Zacoby's kind of leading that charge. But, yeah, that was sort of the mentality. I was like, you know, they knew that Ole Miss was going to make plays. It's not like, you know, they've been living under a rock. They realize this Ole Miss team's dangerous. I mean, Zacoby talked about, like, you don't really have time to celebrate, man. If you make a play, they're going. You know I mean? That tempo, you got to be ready. Right. Um, but that was sort of the, the big take away the storyline was you know we understand they're going to get yards we want to stop them we want to keep them out of the end zone right. so Kobe talked about fourth down is our down you know that we're going to lock it down and we're going to be able to to keep them out of the end zone they did I think a lot of credit um, for as good as at times Matt Corral who you know was dealing with that ankle injury I'm still somewhat amazed that he even came back yeah, I, man, we had a Willis Reed going on that was incredible I mean it was like oh my oh you know he's what, what he, a player what a player what a college football player honestly was that his Heisman oh, okay <laughs> maybe not maybe not but uh yeah, just very impressed with the defense. I yeah. thought, I thought, you know, you're going to give up yards, and you, sometimes you're going to give up plays. But I mean, they they held serve again and again, and and in the end, you know, there were moments here that offense, the Auburn offense, I should say, yeah. started selling out. There was a missed field goal, a, and then a like a three and out, and then like a four and out or something like that. Yeah. And uh, and they they were able to to just withstand it, take after those shots a, after a muffed punt. They got a four and out. The defense did. Yeah. You know, deep in their own territory. Came up big with that that four and out. And after, I think it was after the interception. It was either after the interception or a turnover on downs when Kobe Hudson fumbled. Yeah. You, I was yeah. sitting there like, all right, this is like Ole Miss's shot. You know, yeah. they got this turnover. They're going to go down and score. And they didn't. I think that might have been when Jalen went and got that pick. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, interception in the end zone. Big, you needed a big time. That was about an 11-point game. But you still, Ole Miss offense is so explosive. You still needed a big time player to make a big time play, and Jalen Simpson got that interception. Uh, that was one of those plays like you've seen Bo Nix do all season long, where you're scrambling, you're scrambling, you're scrambling. It's hard to cover a wide receiver for that long, uh, any of them, because you don't know where they're going to go. You got to chase them around the whole time. Uh, but but Matt turned back across and, and threw into the middle of the field. And uh, the guy was there. The guy was totally there, but then so was Jalen. Jalen was quick, broke on the ball, and made a really good interception. Uh, so, yeah, so that uh, just really big plays by the defense when you needed them. It, it was a tale of two halves, man, the cliche, because, what, 45 points in the first half, six in the second half combined for the two teams. Uh, right? Two field goals in the whole second half? That's insane with the way those offenses were playing. But that, that was how it went, so... Yeah, it was just wild to see that big of a swing and how things change. Uh, we've got a couple of Auburn speed riders showing up here in the parking lot, ladies hey, and gentlemen. Clemente. Stay warm. I'll see you later. Yeah, I mean, I was just very impressed. And, and you it was. Well, yes, all right, Christian Clemente, Christian Clemente, what do you got? Give Jake Weiss the lifetime contract. Oh, wow. 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 Big, big statement. Nathan King, who is apparently even very after, cold. Even after starting fights in the it's, press box. This is very cool. Just a little chilly. Come on now, Nathan. Um, what do you think? Yeah, this could get fun. You think? Man, that's that's this, exactly Tom Green walked up this, and said, this Halpern team might be pretty good. This, just this end of the season, sure. it, a lot rides on next week because – um, well, I also like what you said, too, about even if they lose that game, they you're still st- in a two-loss situation because if you knock Bama, well, they've got two losses. If Ole Miss beats A&M yeah. later, which you need, you need to rock, paper, scissors, mm-hmm. then uh, Alabama would have two in-division losses to uh, A&M and Auburn in this imaginary scenario. 
And then the other team you're tied with, Ole Miss, would have two in-division losses to Alabama and Auburn. And Auburn has only one division loss because their other losses to Georgia. Yep. So, again, even if they lose next week, yep. and we can talk about next week in a little bit. What, right. what else do you have, Nathan? Well, no, I mean, just I don't know if – I mean, I certainly didn't. I, I think a lot of us tempered expectation. And this isn't sure. a perfect – it's not a perfect team. But, like, no. they're just – they're in a position here in Harson's first season – to make an Auburn run, an Auburn, the, the, an Auburn how how like Auburn is this of this Auburn team? I don't, it's just very you know reminiscent of good Auburn teams to have really fun finishes to the season in the SEC, and I think that's a cool thing for Harson to get in his first year, and I think it's a testament to I mean really the past two weeks, the past two games, you can say a lot of it is on coaching. Um, Harson coached a heck of a game today, I will say. A couple yeah. uh, well used timeouts, I think yeah. they had the timeout to call uh, Tank Bigsby's touchdown, and then they had a timeout, and then they stopped a fourth down after that. So um, I think there was a game earlier in the year where I was like, what are you using these timeouts for? But uh, So good coaching job by him. My my biggest on-field takeaway, though. He had some questionable field goal attempts against LSU. It's like, why are you doing that? Some of those middle eight things where he's like, we got to score at the end of the half. It's like, you should have gone to the locker room. But this was a good one, and I pointed out earlier – Lane, who should have took the points three times, right. he had red zone, got fourth down turnovers on downs in the red zone. It would have been 31-29 late if he yep. just took the freaking well, points. Harson said. Harson was like, that's points. Like, we'll take it. <laughs> like, basically, you're taking points off the board. Right. Um, right. Yeah, I mean, that, but that's what exactly what Harson said also is that this team is, you know, he said something like, oh, the first few games you're lear- we were learning our personnel like it's hard. I mean, you can practice all off season, but like when you actually get into a game setting and the bullets are flying against good teams, you're in the SEC. Everybody, Penn State, they're good. Yeah. Um, it's pretty difficult. So I think we're starting to see this coaching staff sort of get more comfortable as the year goes on. I will say though, biggest takeaway for me is that if Derek Mason can somehow get this defense to play like they're playing in the second half, in the first half of games, <laughs> this team's going to win an SEC championship. My God, this team—that's no. insane. Well, I'm just, this their defense in the second half has been absurd in their SEC wins. That's it's true. crazy. That's true. It's crazy. They have more takeaways, or they have more turnovers on downs in these three games than they have scoring drives allowed in the second half. That's crazy. I mean, they're just, and we saw it today, this was the lowest point total for a Lane Kiffin-led offense in 30 games. You have to go back really? to the beginning of his final season at FAU. Lane Kiffin, dri- uh, Lane Kiffin, Nathan King dropping the Lane Kiffin drop, knowledge. Drop so the I, knowledge. So I knew it was a season low this year. Alabama season low last year as well, and you have to go all the way back at the beginning. I think it's the second game of his 2019 season at FAU. They scored 14 points. Hashtag come to the FAU. <laughs> come to the FAU. But uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, correct. We've just seen what Ole Miss has been doing, and and it's yeah. it's such modern SEC defense yeah. where it's like we don't care how many yards you get. Like, you can get these little dink and dunk plays. What happens when you, we start getting close to our own, own yeah. end zone? And they just kept finding. I mean, and even yeah. when the, you know Auburn turned it over, the Kobe Hudson fumble, Jalen Simpson got the pick. Like, I mean, they just kept finding ways to do it. Um, yeah. They're playing with a lot of energy. This this defense is going to be able to hold Christian's down out. a See lot of offense. Christian Clemente leaving the podcast. We love you, buddy. <laughs> my thing, and I, yeah, I'm about to go do. My thing is like looking ahead Texas A&M next week. That's not as good an offense. Are we going to talk about Texas? Let's talk about Texas A&M. just for a second. Yeah. Not, no, no, no. Let's move that. Even, it's not even close. To being as productive in offense, sure. How many points are they going to score? Not oh. that. How many touchdowns are they going to score? Two or three? Probably. Maybe. Probably two. You think Auburn can't go score three touchdowns in College Station? So it's like come to this point where this defense is allowing this offense that's be going from, you know, so-so, okay, to now assuredly above-average offense. Like you can say a lot of confidence. They're they're above average. They're in the top tier of the SEC. It's like 
I don't know. Nobody left on the schedule. It's it's Alabama for me. I mean, I don't know. I don't see anybody that I think Auburn's the second best team in the West right now, and, oh and, and I don't think it's close. Nathan be, King dropping bombs. This was an impressive game for me. I, I do think though that they didn't they didn't adjust well on offense to what Ole Miss did. Ole Miss kind of sucks on defense, so that's a bit of a that's yeah. a bit of a concern. I don't know. Let Bo ball out and let your defense hold people to twenty points a game. You're going to win a lot of games. As so. I said, has is Nathan this, King signing off. Right? Nathan, thank you. As I tweeted, was this Derek Mason's Heisman moment? Uh, I, I'll play. So I'll play a little bit of devil's advocate to what Nathan's saying. Everyone's and it that. helps see that Nathan walked off, so he know, can't push I back. Know. He can't argue. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're talking about okay. How excited? Here's a, here's a way to. If you're thinking, oh my gosh, these expectations are too high. Here's the thing, man. Like I said, coming in. Coming into the game, forget everything else. Auburn, coming off a bye in a night game at home, should not lose to a Mississippi school. That's how it is. That's where the program is. That's how much more money it has than the Mississippi schools. That's, just, that's the expectation. That's just how it is. That's the expectation. Yes. So Auburn held serve and did that. So, And here's the thing, Jordan. Next week, Texas A&M is at home, coming off a bye. We don't know what time the game is. Could be at night. Uh, My guess is at nine. We still don't know as as we record and, this. And, and if you think about it, play. And I was talking to Justin and Nick earlier. If you play devil's advocate a little bit, okay, would Auburn have gone to Oxford, beat Ole Miss at home in a night game, coming off of a bye? I don't know. Uh, it's hard to say. Now to have a top ten win over well, eleven point win over top ten team, yes, impressive, love it. And you know, may, you know, if Auburn and Ole Miss play in a bowl game, based on what I saw today, I'd pick Auburn. But could Auburn go there? But that that exercise is all of a sudden that, that's this Texas A&M road trip. This is Kyle Field. This is where Alabama went to lose this season. Uh, you know, that's just what I'm thinking of going into next week. But that's just us thinking about next week. I think it's a big challenge ahead. Uh, I'll be curious what the Vegas line comes out as because uh, home field advantage matters, man. Like I, I I said, I shouted about it all before that Georgia game. You know, home field advantage does matter. It just happened that day. The magic was over at Kyle Field, not in Jordan Stadium. Yeah, and, and the thing to me, when especially you know we do these pickums and we look at all the games, when in doubt, I'm gonna go with the home team because yeah. I think it does matter. Yeah. Um, before we kind of wrap everything up, I want to talk to Bo Nix. Yeah, man. Twenty-two of thirty. Great. Two hundred seventy-six yards, right. one passing touchdown, and then running the ball. Let's see, eight carries for 30 yards, and he had 46 gain, but some of those sacks, you know, they count sacks against your rushing total. Right. Also, two rushing touchdowns. Wow. Bo is yeah, just playing well. I mean, I can't really criticize anything he's done. He's had a really nice string of games now going back to that LSU win. Hey, what did Bo say when – he was asked about rushing. Did anyone? Did he? Did he say anything interesting? He talked about just the run. If I'm remembering correctly, and I'd have to look at the exact quote, um, but I mean, I think he just talked about that element, how that adds to the offense. Right. I mean, I, I, I was just gonna say because, like, we talked. Nathan talked about, hey, you're getting used to your personnel. He did say that, you know, and I don't know if this applies to it or not, but I think they're using Bo a lot more in the red zone, eleven on eleven, running the ball. Uh, and I mean, I think they used they did it against like Alabama State and Akron to begin with. So obviously that stuff was in there already. So maybe we just didn't see it at Penn State for some reason. Maybe maybe there was maybe something the defense was giving them. There's a reason we didn't see it. And then you uh, didn't see it at all when he was in that Georgia State game because I remember right. looking and I think yeah. he might have rushed twice. It, right. it was not very many times. Right. But I can't I can't confidently say that hey they figured it out recently. Maybe yeah. I don't know what was missing earlier. But uh, 
But maybe that is a thing where it's like, hey, man, now they're figuring out that, that Bo's a heck of an athlete. You need to use him in the red zone and go 11 on 11. Uh, the last couple games now, he's been able to do that. He had, two, what, three, touched, three rushing touchdowns in the last two games? That sounds uh, right. Yeah, and he had a rushing. No, he had one against LSU, too, so at least one. One, certainly one. One and one and uh, carry the three. <laughs> so four, he's been playing well. Four and three games, I guess. Anyway. That, so, that sounds right. Wait, was Georgia after LSU? Georgia's after LSU. Yeah, it was. Never mind. Scratch that. Never mind. <laughs> Just take the whole podcast off. We're we're off. We're off the rails. We're off the lane train. Yeah. Derailed. Using using his legs. Using him as a weapon. Uh, you know, a a marks in my report card. What did we do? We gave, I gave uh, offense. What a B plus. Gave defense an A. Special teams a D. Special teams had a bad game. Special teams muff punt. Yeah. Doink off the field goal. I saw someone was, re- you know, had a real problem with me, you know, noting the do- the doink. Sorry about that. Uh, holds multiple mul- multiple holds on kicks. Special teams had a night to probably forget. Besides, uh, Ladarius Tennyson had a great tackle on one. That was that was probably the highlight of the special teams. Sure. And then coaching, I gave an A. So there you go. You the, you had a bye week. You needed to be prepared. You had to be prepared. They weren't. Good job. <laughs> got, got the job done. Uh, any parting thoughts, whether it's about this game, Justin, or looking ahead like we talked about a little bit, this big game in College Station next week? All of a sudden, the shoe is on the other foot. Going to Kyle Field after a bye. They're going to be prepared. You're going into a hostile environment. All of a sudden, the shoe's on the other foot, and we'll see how that goes. The one thing, too, that I'm interested in, because we know it's going to be a week-to-week thing ahead, we know this Texas A&M game is going to matter. That Mississippi State game after that sure got a lot more interesting after Mississippi State beat Kentucky. So even if you win this Texas A&M game, you can't afford to get caught looking ahead because that's just the nature of what these teams look like right now. Right, yeah. My, my thought exercise is all just assuming wins over South Carolina and Mississippi State, which in real life, obviously, you can't just assume. Uh, so, yeah. Because when you assume, hey, it leads yeah. to assumptions. This is a uh, what, what do you do? I, I was going to say it leads to assumptions. <laughs> what are you talking about? But, yeah, I mean, Mississippi State, we'll see about the air raid. Hey, man, Derek Mason versus the Air Raid. We'll see how that goes. That's going to be a chess match, isn't it? It's going to be very interesting. Well, I think we're going to wrap it up. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Um, Thanks for uh, bearing with us. If the audio was trash this week, I totally just had a total brain fart. You know, it's late, but we we made the most of it. It's it's, uh, Tim's fault. Tim Apple, that jerk. A great Auburn man, but a real jerk in this situation. <laughs> Trying to blame Steve Jobs, and he's like, I've been dead for yeah, Dude, what are we talking about? <laughs> All right, we're out of here. Thanks so much. Thanks to Justin Lee. I'm Jordan Hill. Until next time, take care.